Hello, everybody. Welcome to season two, episode number 30 of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Tonight, uh, I bet you're surprised to hear me talking. Uh, last week, I kind of alluded that Chelsea would be doing this week's episode just because I won the prediction segment on the Minnesota Vikings schedule. However, uh, Apple came out with some exciting news, and I wanted to touch on that quickly, and maybe Chelsea will have next week's episode. Uh, I talked to her a bit today, and she said that uh, she might be doing an episode with Margot, so we'll see what uh, that episode is. I'm very excited to see how that goes, uh, because I'm going to have absolutely no part in it. So... Um, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I explain why she's going to be uh, hosting my podcast for a week. Uh, she did this in the past and did a wonderful job. Uh, before I get started on the Apple News, though, I have to touch on how the Minnesota Vikings did in the playoffs. Uh, absolute disappointment for me as a fan. Uh, I had such high hopes going into the playoffs, and it was very disappointing. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm thinking we've got a lot to look forward to if uh, if you were a Viking fan. Um, we've got the best receiver in the game. Um, we've got a wonderful quarterback, a fantastic first-year head coach. And so I think the future is bright for the Minnesota Vikings. Unfortunately, uh, we'll probably have to uh, get rid of some familiar faces that uh, we've grown to love over the past few years. Um, but, uh, it is a business and, uh, the goal is winning. So hopefully next year, um, they can put things together, uh, improve the defense to go along with their fantastic offense. And I think, uh, um, we're going to be a problem for the league in the next, uh, several years. So stay tuned for that. I know I'm impatiently waiting, uh, to see how, this offseason goes to see how next season goes, uh, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, Apple is kind of the heart of this podcast. When I started the podcast, I was running a MacBook Pro from 2013. Things uh, worked pretty well on it. Uh, I remember I got it right after college, and I um, uh, didn't get the super beefed-up version of the Mac uh, MacBook Pro. But then when I started the podcast and I started doing video editing and I started editing photos for my drone business, I thought, you know what, I've got to upgrade it because it's taking me so much time to try and edit on this older machine. And what I ended up going with is probably, probably and it, it actually is what Apple uh, says is the most affordable way to enjoy a Mac, and that is the Mac Mini. Now, uh, I produce everything using the uh, M1 Mac Mini, and I've got to say, I absolutely love the computer. It has done everything I needed to do in a surprising fashion. Uh, whenever I'm editing video, everything is smooth. I'm able to scrub through timelines, no issues, and that's uh, with 4K video. And uh, whenever I'm editing photos, I've never had any glitching or any problems with that. Sometimes the uh, Adobe suite of products like Lightroom, uh, Photoshop. Sometimes it's a little bit buggy, but I don't think that's because it's running on a Mac. I think that's just because the programs themselves could be a little bit buggy. And when I say a little bit, it's a very little bit. When I'm editing photos, 
Um, nothing seems to go wrong. But when I use some of their uh, newer features like editing in Lightroom and then uh, using a Lightroom photo, uh, send it to Photoshop and then go back, it seems like there's a glitch there where I've got to uh, import it over into Photoshop, edit it there, save it to the desktop, and then open it again in Lightroom to uh, complete the editing where it's supposed to um, just seamlessly go back and forth from Lightroom to Photoshop. And I I don't know if that's an Apple thing or a bug in Adobe's system, but other than that, uh, editing in Final Cut Pro works seamlessly. Uh, and uh, everything has been a joy. The only thing I can say that I dislike about the Mac Mini is the built-in speakers on it. And uh, it's very noticeable. I'm not uh, someone who's picky about audio or anything, but um, compare it to your cell phone audio, and I would say your cell phone probably has better audio than the Mac Mini. So uh, I actually don't even use the external speakers on the Mac mini itself because it is so bad. I use the headset I use um, to record my podcast to listen to anything when I'm using my computer. Uh, in the future, maybe I'll get some external speakers, but for now, uh, these headphones work just just fine. But uh, Apple announced that it's going to be improving the Mac mini from the M1 to an M2 chip and that computer, if you buy the cheapest configuration, it's only $599. And when I say only, I know that's an extremely high amount of money for a computer. But it's not in the grand scheme of things when it comes to Mac computers. Um, and it says it's uh, two times as fast at video editing in Final Cut Pro. I uh, see... If I was to run the new M2 chip, I don't even know if I would be able to tell a difference. It would be interesting to try it out and see if I could just, hey, this is two times faster. It seems like Apple does a wonderful job of throwing out numbers that are very tough to uh, judge. Uh, as far as when they come out with their new Apple Silicon, it seems like they say it's 40% faster or it's 30% faster. Uh, and those are numbers uh, you or I uh, probably aren't going to be able to test. We just have to believe them that, hey, yeah, this is faster. And it seems like they do a wonderful job of marketing that, yeah, this is a faster machine. It look, looks exactly the same, but it's better. So you need to buy it. You need to get a new system. Uh, right now, I'm going to be sticking with the M1 Mac Mini just because I've had no problems with it in the past. But for someone who's looking to upgrade their computer, uh, for $599, it seems like that would be a great option to have. Um, the one thing you have to keep in mind when you're uh, buying a Mac Mini is it does not come with an external monitor. And you can go with the uh, Mac monitor for that. Uh, that's very expensive. I just went with an LG curved monitor, and it uh, seems to be doing the trick just fine. It may not be as clear as a Retina display from Apple, but um, it's probably larger than uh, the small base model uh, Retina display, and it does a wonderful job. Uh, the other things you have to keep in mind is you're going to also have to buy a uh, mouse and a keyboard. And I found that when I first bought the Mac Mini, I bought an Apple Magic Mouse, and that drove me 
absolutely insane. Uh, that's probably my least liked Apple product of all time, uh, even though when it's powered up, it works phenomenally. But when it's when it dies, uh, you can't run it uh, plugged in because the only way you can charge it is from the bottom. Uh, and that just doesn't seem like an Apple product to me. Usually Apple products are designed perfectly or as close to perfect as you can get. Uh, and everything just seems to work. That's one uh, use case where I've been using uh, Apple Magic Mouse and it died. And I've got to quit everything I'm doing because well, you can't, you've got to wait until this thing charges up. So I actually switched over to a Logitech mouse and uh, it's been wonderful. So out of all the Apple products I have, that would be my least favorite. Now, uh, Apple didn't stop there with the M2 chip. It uh, also introduced an M2 Pro chip, Mac Mini. And uh, like other products, it says it's much faster. It's, it runs smoother. It runs more efficient. Uh, the cheapest one I could find on that was $1,299. Um, someone may want to look into that if they're doing more intensive video editing. If they use a lot of multi-camera editing uh, in 4K, you might want to run something like this. It might render things a little bit more smoothly. However, I've found that when I'm uh, editing video in 4K and even when I'm using multi-clip uh, editing, it seems like it's still doing a pretty good job on the M1 chip. So I, I would imagine that this M2 chip uh, Pro would be fantastic. It says this computer is going to be available on 124-2023. And uh, they went on to um, release an M2 Pro MacBook Pro and an M2 Max MacBook Pro. And something I found absolutely astonishing is that it says the M2 Max has 10 billion more resistors than an M1 Max chip. Uh, what does that even mean? I have no idea. It's just more efficient, faster. Uh, but the one thing I saw with that computer is that the cheapest configuration of a 14-inch M2 Max computer starts at $3,099. So for someone who wants to uh, do things a little more on a budget, I feel like if you got the entry-level M2 chip, uh, Mac Mini for $599, you'd be more than happy unless you're doing things that are uh, way more intensive as far as video editing or maybe you're doing modeling or something like that that would require the M2 Max chip. Uh, but the thing that also uh, looked very appealing of that M2 Max chip is that it says it supports 8K display and it's got much better battery life. They had a cool clip in there where they had some professionals using uh, the new Mac Pro computer, and they were able to use it uh, what looked like all day doing uh, powerful tasks, uh, and the computer wasn't out of battery. And that's the one thing I remember from my Mac Book Pro from 2013 is that I couldn't finish a even one project on it before the battery would die. So... Uh, I'm assuming the battery life uh, from 2013 to now is substantially better 
than what I had in the past, and it would be fun to try that. Uh, the other thing that would be nice to have a laptop for is the portability. Uh, I have to be in my office to be using the Mac Mini, and uh, there's pros and cons to that. I would like to have something when I uh, was traveling or was in hotels that I could do some of my work on, but uh, it is nice to have a dedicated space where I can come into my house and sit down and just get to work um, without having to set up a laptop or connect a laptop laptop to an external monitor. Um, so I do like the fact that I have an M1 Mac Mini just in one place. My computer is all set up with all the uh, equipment now in my office. I have added a little bit of uh, sound paneling in my new office. Um, if you haven't listened to a few episodes back where I talked about moving my office from the basement upstairs to a new location, uh, you can probably hear the audio change from the basement to when I switched upstairs because it's a lot there's a lot more hard surfaces to cover in this new office, and I've only done a little bit of work when it comes to um, sound dampening. So it may sound a little more airy in these podcasts, but I assure you it will be getting better and better and better. I'm loving the new office. It's nice to have a dedicated space. Um, the next thing I'm uh, really looking forward to getting set up is a charging station for all my drones. So when I get done with the project, I can just come in, throw my batteries on the charger, and when I leave, uh, the batteries will all be in one spot, uh, which will be a humongous time saver for this coming season in um, real estate drone photography. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm really looking forward to hear Chelsea and Margot's, or possibly just Chelsea's upcoming episode in the future. And I want to thank all of you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I, I've been loving the feedback. Um, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>